Hello, and welcome to Maybe We'll Talk, a podcast on the internet where I talk to people through various means. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, happy Saturday morning. I'm in fine form. Lots of strange things have been going on. And, uh, yeah, I got a few things to do this weekend. I'm playing Vampire Tonight. I gotta get my notes together. But honestly, I've been, yeah... I feel like I kind of know what's going on. I've been working on stuff, and I got a few ongoing. Anyway, what does that have to do with any? Oh, right, because this is an episode about Vampire the Masquerade, sort of. We talked last night about the guidebook to Kindred the Embraced, and I'm going to have to, yeah, we're going to have to take a look at some of the stuff in that little handbook that got published by White Wolf. But um, So we've been watching a lot of TV, as I mentioned in the last episode, and uh, we've been watching Kindred the Embraced. Uh, here is going to be Saint and Locke, who last joined us for Blind Sight. And uh, this is, I think, we're going to cover the first three episodes. We watched three more over the course of this week, so... After a few more things, we'll have another Kindred episode covering the next three and then the final two. Um, yeah, what else is in between there? Yeah, the Twin Peaks recordings are ongoing, and I'm probably going to save Twin Peaks coverage. I might have, I mean, I do have a lot to say about Twin Peaks, and it's becoming the fall, and that's great. Um, yeah, Buick 8 uh, with Locke, I think, is coming up. That's not confirmed. So if you're listening to this, Locke... Um, I mean, obviously, I've talked to you tonight by that time. And, uh, yeah, we should talk about a Buick 8. And, uh, yeah, of course, getting into The Dragon Reborn. Actually, yeah, I read a chapter yet. I had a slow start with that one. But um, I'm getting into it. I read some more of that yesterday. And uh, we'll be talking to Alex again. Well, I feel like that, yeah. What's up, Alex? Been a minute hanging out with you as well. Anyway... Uh, it is now the autumn. We'll be talking about all those things I just mentioned. And uh, here is Saint and Locke with Kindred the Embrace. My cat has decided that being spooky is like the thing of the evening. So she's like creeping around behind these blinds. Like making the move, yeah, and then like, and then grunting. Oh, in a in a very uncat like way. That's that's Uh, spooky. Yeah, and uh, she seems to be okay. She's just entertaining herself by freaking me out. Right. Um, got halfway through the 2013 Evil Dead, uh, and it got to the part where it was starting to be, uh, you know, dead guys. They were gals, you know being problematic so I'm like this hammers on my desk because I've been putting up paintings but um, <laughs> glad that I haven't <laughs> I just I just want to mention that the next time I talked to him he had a fucking kukri sitting on his desk so I, I, he may always have an excuse to have some kind of weapon right in front of him <laughs> alright gentlemen uh I've hit record, Saint and Locke. Yeah. Good evening to you, my good fellows. Good evening. One of my cats is very upset because I had to squirt antibiotics into her mouth. Mm. She did not like it. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So, but other than that, nothing, nothing too spooky going here, uh, going on. 
here other than rain and kitties kind of the kitties are yeah other than the one that's mad at me and she's getting better she's already getting better but now uh first thing in the morning i have to do it again i have a few notes but yeah i have the uh the wikipedia episode summary up on my other monitor because keeping track Uh, of i have the madness that is this show (laughs) i have no notes I watched, a week and a half later, or whatever it I is. I the pilot again about five minutes ago. On oh, good. Fast forward. Oh, oh I was gonna okay. Say, that's, that's stamina, but fast I, forward is another thing. Yeah, just kind of clicking through to be like, what happened in this episode again? Because I watched this all like a couple times a long time ago. Um, years and years ago, when me and my, my vampire friends in New York didn't have kids, and uh, were, you know, were much younger and had the stamina to, like, stay up until 2 o'clock in the morning drinking and role-playing and talking about nothing, uh, we would sometimes throw on Kindred the Embraced episodes to laugh at them while we were drunk. Um, Because they're ridiculous. Um, This show is so bad. I mean... Yeah, Yeah, I mean, the pilot... Especially, it's, yeah, the pilot especially, um, and it's super '90s, man. It's such a, it's such a product of its time. I mean, I guess, I guess everything is. There, there are very few things, I guess, that are. Right, it's like, hard to extract the media from the time in which it was created. Yeah, there are very few things that you can that you can truly call timeless. I guess everything's going to be like, yeah, this is sort of rooted in its place and its time. Um, but it's also, I feel like there was good TV in the 90s. Like, I know that we've had a renaissance of good television. Like, now we have True Detective. We have The Wire. We have, like, these these good uh, bits of television production with good writing and good acting. Yeah, we've talked before about how, like, at a certain point, HBO was like, motherfuckers, we're going to make television and we're going to call it Prestige. It's going to be bolts. It's going to have We're going to hire a writer. We're going to hire serious writers and get serious actors. We're going to spend a million dollars an episode. We're going to show a bunch of titties, too, while we're at it. Um, You know, and then that's how they made Sopranos and Oz and Rome and all that shit, all the stuff that won all those awards. Um, And that that changed a lot of TV, for sure. (laughs) And Kindred's Embrace comes before that time. Oh, yeah. This was like this was like old fashioned serial kind of kind of episodic. Wow. Yeah. You know, you say serial and it's it is a little bit soap opera. Oh, a little bit. It's one. (laughs) Like there's a reason that this 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 show has Aaron Spelling's fingerprints all over it for for real. It's like Melrose Place or Beverly Hills. Yeah, it's like it, uh, yeah, you know. I don't think he's he's a writer or anything. Or anything. He, he's a, he was a producer. I have no idea what that means. I have no idea how involved. I'm sure that his production house had a yeah. very specific way of making something with an extremely low budget, with the intention mm-hmm. of you know flipping it for just slightly, a little bit of profit. Like it, it feels yeah. like just a scraped out, just yeah. boilerplate. I have this thing I remember. I have this thing I remember from a long time ago. I took a um, a business mar- uh, uh, like an entertainment marketing class when I was working on my MBA, and there was a, a professor who had worked in uh, in the film industry for like thirty years, 
uh, you know, he's a veteran of the film industry, and I always remember he told me something that something like only one in five movies actually make a profit. Sure, mm-hmm. sure. For uh, yeah, I think it might be lower than that actually. Four out of five movies or so like fail to make a profit, and I, I, I'm sure it is something like that with TV shows too. So that is why they're always just throwing stuff at the wall. Yep. Um, and exactly like you said, they, I'm, they have a production, the, the ability to produce something where they're just like, this sounds like an idea. Maybe it'll catch on. Maybe it'll, maybe it won't. If it doesn't it, catch the on, the thing that I find fascinating well, is that well, these people like, will cancel making... it eight episodes. Yep. These, they're making this media and they're like, we don't know what's good or not. Like, yeah. If you if you draw a through line for the things that are really successful, it's like they have great stories, they have good character writing, uh, they have good acting, they're well shot. And like it's not it's not crazy town. Like, yeah. Well and they're like, but, why didn't, you know, John, but, you know, Dickhead's ass butt do well in <laughs> with Target Market? Like yeah. To be fair, as well, though, movie making and, and TV shows are an extremely collaborative process involving oh, sure. dozens, hundreds of people. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, and, you know, for the most part, you kind of assume that everybody's trying to do a good job and trying to make something worthwhile, more or less. Maybe there are some people who are shitty at their jobs, though. And sometimes you just, you get stuff that you didn't think would work, and it fucking works like magic, and people are like, why the fuck did that work? And it's like like the Blair Witch Project or something like that. If somebody had described that to me before it came out, I would have been like, that shit sounds dumb. And I think almost everybody said that when when Blair Witch Project came out, they're like, that shit sounds dumb. And then you see it, and it is like the, it was like the scariest shit ever when it came well, out. Well, half, half of people were like, is this real or is this not real? I mean, they had a right. crazy marketing yeah, yeah. deal with yeah. that. Yeah. Um, real or I, not real, that movie blew my mind and like i thought i was yeah. i i did i wasn't sure what was happening when i was watching that i movie. wasn't okay yeah. I, I was like how did someone make this movie i am like not yeah. okay here like it was yeah, yeah. i couldn't yeah. believe I someone had people did who were who would come to me and be like late years years later they'd be like oh man that movie's not scary at all i'm like that's because you live in the city mm-hmm. you've lived in the city your whole life <laughs> you don't understand the woods <laughs> Yeah, I know. I noticed if you that grew as, up next to the woods, you know certain things. I, I, I noticed that as well because when I watched it, I watched it like in a college dorm room, sure, with with like like a half a dozen other people, and half of the people, including myself, were like fucking paralyzed, and the other half were just like, well, whatever, and the other yeah. and the half of the people who were like, well, whatever, were like, well, where did you grow up in the city? Yep. You Watch Blair Witch really- Project, and then twenty eight days later, with the same do a double feature. And you will get the flip. Yeah, you'll get like the, yeah. the people who are scared of the woods and the people who are like, "Oh my god, I live in a city. This is awful." Yeah. Um, That's good. Yeah. But yeah. Anyway, my point is, is that you never know when you're gonna. It's really hard to know for 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 studios for any kind of creative type when they're creating something when they're gonna strike lightning when it's gonna be something that is awesome is great that they just that you know because every time. If you if you're a creative person and you're trying to make something, every time you're making something, you're not trying to be like, well, maybe this is just half-ass. Like you're trying to make you something. You don't think the people who made Meg, the Megalodon movie, they they thought that was fine art. Maybe not fine art, but at least they were trying to make something that like fun and entertaining. 
that people would I mean, enjoy. I haven't seen it. I have no idea. I was trying yeah. to pick something that seemed like it would be bad. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> well, it's hard to imagine that the people who made Kindred the Embraced thought it was good. Well, good is again, very it, subjective, it's, especially it's, in 1996. It, That's it's, true. Yeah. What's your it, yardstick? Good is very subjective, and a lot of people working on something that they thought you know was going to be very good just did not turn out well there are so many like i can think of like a bunch of different movies that that people you know with a lot of extremely good actors and writers and directors worked on and made together and put out this movie that was supposed to be like wow this is going to be the thing and it sucks right well i mean yeah you can get to the last minute and the editing job can be bad Mm -hmm. and then you can tank the whole thing yeah Uh, or or the the score can be shit or there's or any number it, of things that go into that alchemy that can go wrong. Yeah, like personalities clashing together, just the, or or just you know seeing certain people in certain roles just like strains your credulity. You don't believe it. Like you watch a movie with like Ben Affleck and Matt Damon as fucking knights trying to kill each other, and you're like, no, <laughs> that's not real. That's Ben. Aff- that's that's Ben Affleck and Matt Damon trying to kill each other in you know trying to fake kill each other in in fancy that's, dress armor. That's goddamn that's jiggly and goodwill hunting. I don't. Yeah, I'll that's not. I, I can't. I can't yeah. believe this. This is not. You know, certain things will break your. Were you know, and it's sometimes you, you get it right. Your suspension not, of you know. that's Matt Damon. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Um. So you know. Anyway, so my, yeah, uh, my younger brother watched. Jiggly, giggly, jiggly, yeah. wiggly, higgly. Yeah, uh, as like a. It's like like wearing a hair shirt or scourging yourself with a whip or something. It's, he, he yeah, like self-flagellation. Uh, flagellation. Not as an act. Yeah, he didn't do it to like hurt himself, but he was like, Repentance. I want to see how – he wanted to see how bad it could be. How okay. bad could a movie be? And oh, he there's later a wor- told there's me at that least he one made a mistake. Movie. Yeah, there's at least one worse one. Yeah, he was. he's like, I made a terrible mistake. <laughs> it was so much worse than I thought. Which is kind of how I felt when I was watching, when you were like, you've got to watch Kindred the Embrace. And I went into the pilot, and the pilot is an hour and a half long, I think, or an hour and 20 minutes or something like this. And by the second episode, I was laughing my ass off. But by the throughout the pilot, I was just like, oh, God, I feel like it's killing my mind. (laughs) The pilot's the worst episode. me out like an apple. The pilot's the worst episode. It's teeth-grittingly bad. It's the least interesting, (laughs) like, for some reason. Yeah. Like it's not, it's, it doesn't grab you at all. Yeah. No. yeah. <laughs> and it's and not, you know, it's not like the, the classic, like, Oh, we have to do exposition dump because we're not trusting our audience. Yeah. It's not, no. it's not like, Oh, we are the kindred and we drink blood nope. and you, you know, we don't like to go out during the day. Yeah. Oh, actually, yes, we do. They, yeah. yeah. They kinda, it takes some time to kind of lay it out. And some of it is kind of a mystery when you first see it. They're like, Oh, this lady is a vampire, but she's out in the day. And you know, she just, What's going on? She fed on a person in the bathroom, but that person is alive. But they're, you know, seeing the, it seems like they're fainting. Is he turning into a vampire? Yeah, what's happening? But is he not? Yeah, and it's it's cool. They don't tell you everything. They throw a few, a few terms out there. It's kind of like, you know, sometimes they, they you talk about fictional worlds where, um, you know, in a media where fictional worlds are introduced to people, and there's two ways to do it. One is with a, with a quick exhibition dump at the beginning. Right. 
or near the beginning. And the, the world other... of Westeros, where seasons last for years. <laughs> the Game of Thrones, like, etc. Yeah, exactly. Or there's the other way. Yeah, yeah. And then there's the other way. They just throw you in in media res and people are talking about shit that you have no clue what they're really talking about. But by watching it and kind of paying attention, you, you pretty much you pretty much infer what's happening. You you, right. you can pretty much get it from their body language and you get it from them repeating, you know, the, the thing, the thing over and over. Winter right. is coming. Just coming. Like, I oh, feel like that's part of what gave me such a hard time with Kindred the Embraced when I was first watching it as a teenager because I knew all the lore. And so as they were leaving it a mystery, but they had changed the lore, and I was like – it's like that. It's like the you. You're trying to you walk upstairs, and you think there's an extra step, and there ah. isn't, and you're you just kind of stumble out into space. It's like it's it was that kind of feeling. Yeah, 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 for sure. And and now I think after like almost thirty years of Vampire and so many editions of Vampire, so many versions of Vampire, like I'm more comfortable just thinking yeah. of like, oh yeah, there are five clans. Another there. one. There are five clans yeah. instead of instead of seven or thirteen. Oh man! Or after Requiem, who gives no, a no, shit? No problem. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, dude, exactly. Also, I've played now in games where uh, the storyteller will change how the world works. Yeah, and I love that. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm. I was like, like when um, our other friend Dave was like, "Oh, the Nosferatu aren't a clan. They're what happens if you embrace below blood potency too." I thought it was super cool. Um, so yeah, now it's now I'm actually interested in lore changes and different universes. Yeah. But when I was a teenager, I was like, no, this nope. is heresy. There are rules for a reason. This is a gospel, and they're shitting, about 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 You're shitting all over my favorite thing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I mean, of course, it didn't help that the writing and acting in the show is actually it, pretty bad. Too. It didn't help that it was Aaron spelling at all when I was no, seventeen. It did not help. Yeah, yeah. It didn't help because all of us were. Um, haters is the term. Edge lords, perhaps, yeah. although not at that time. Edge lords had not been invented. I don't think but we were. We were, we were. We were. We were. You know, like edge lords had been invented. We just didn't, we didn't call them that. We I knew a couple. Yeah, we just didn't we call didn't them. Know that. about them, right? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. We were early goth kids. You know, yeah. grimdark. Uh, yeah, very much so. And um, and this TV show was not the crow, and that was the biggest mistake that was, made. That no. was a real problem. Yeah, real it problem for me. That was really. I was expecting the crow. Yeah. 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 Although you know, so let's you know let's let's talk about you know sort of the specific episodes. I mean, there's the pilot, yeah. which which we said is unfortunately kind of worrying. It is real slow, and it's about this fucking bozo cop. I'm gonna. I don't remember this dude's name. Billy Frank. Ray. Oh. Frank. Yeah. Frank. Oh, Lonnie, actually, but he he is. Oh, actually, wait. A bozo actually, for sure. Yeah. No, actually, wait, guys. Before okay. we start, I do have to ask you one really important question. Gotcha. Are you down for Stevie Ray? Stevie, I am down for Stevie Ray. You know we were down for Stevie Ray. That's what his name was, Stevie Ray? Yeah, the guy who gets staked out in the very first yeah, episode. Yeah, we were, we were down for Stevie Ray. Yeah. We were down for Stevie. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. That's right. <laughs> um, yeah, so yeah, this, yeah, that is exactly why... That happens in like the first ten minutes of the show, and it's that's exactly why it's it's terrible because that's the kind of that's the level of writing. It's it was there, not clear to me why he died from that. Like they can go out in the sun, snaking yeah. doesn't kill you; it paralyzes you. D- does it in this show? 
The staking paralyzes you, yeah, but he's taking okay. with a metal antenna, which also is not wood. But they can um, also yeah. die from sunlight if they're like weakened. Oh, maybe he hadn't yeah. fed. Maybe that's yeah. right, right, right. Yeah. No, but they were running around on the rooftop. Uh, well, I, you know, presumably well, then he took getting, some damage. So yeah, presumably getting a big piece of metal shoved through your heart. Yeah, I always found that to be uncomfortable. Yeah, weakens you enough so that the sun starts setting you on fire a minute later or so. You know, spontaneously. Um. Whatever. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> At this point in the show, for the first five minutes before we've set up any lore, we can do whatever we want. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And and can I just say, it just now, years and years later watching this again, it's just endlessly entertaining to see Eric King there, the actor who played Dokes. Yep. The really aggressively mad detective in Dexter. Mm -hmm. Dexter's nemesis in that show. Um in this show also as a cop who is a not nearly as cop. but who yeah who who turns out to be a ventrue he doesn't he, he there's no indication that he's a ventrue in this episode in the pilot anyway Are you, no no not even in the last five yeah. seconds oh oh is, it, is, there, is that like that might be like the stinger is hey i'm a is, ventrue motherfucker surprise because <laughs> um, yeah i know in the second episode he definitely you know this no, 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 that's in the second episode, dude, where he where he goes to the, um... Oh, no, you're right, that's the second stinger in the, at the end of the second episode. Never mind, you're right, it is. Yeah. Is it, a stinger scenario? Yeah, the, yeah. Oh. Eric, Eric King's cop character is, is like a double, triple, quadruple agent or some shit. You don't yeah. know where his loyalties lie. Yeah, yeah, he does a second reveal, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but anyway, it was like, yeah, because he, in the second episode, he starts, he starts flirting with, with the Bruja. Yep. You know, to be yeah, like, yeah. I'm going to betray the prince and join you. Yeah. Julian Luna goes, is like... But then he goes back to the prince and he's like, they've accepted me, my master. He's yeah, like, they've accepted me, fire. And he's like, great, you're doing a great job infiltrating the Bruja for me. Yep. Um, you know, but where do his true loyalties lie? Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. That's some real vampire shit. Now, now watching that, I'm like, that shit is awesome. No, it is. It's really, yeah. it, and it is, and it's LARP shit. And it really is like yeah. the game. Like really, yeah. the show. Yeah. I now, now that I understand what the game is supposed to be like, I understand right. how this show really is like the game. Yeah, yeah. And and I do like, and at the time too, as as like an actual teenager, I was like, Julian Luna is not a tough prince. He should be murdering motherfucker. Why is Eddie Fiore yep. even walking around anymore? Yeah. That dude should have had his head cut off a million years ago. Yep. Right. Um, yep. But it's like he's trying not to just like start wars, and he's trying not to get a lot of people killed. And he's he's trying to preserve his humanity, what he's got left of it, and not become a kill crazy monster. And he's trying to tell all the other kindred in the city, like, not just keep the masquerade. Like, you can't kill people. Mm. Because killing people, even if you clean it up, causes serious problems. Police investigations, you know, stuff we have to yeah. cover up. You know, even if you're not drinking their blood, you know, so they're dry to kill them, even if you're just shooting them, that's still an investigation. That's still a murder. Police still yeah. care about that. People still care about murders. You know, people care about murders a lot. Unbelievably different than Interview with the Vampire. Yeah. Nobody cares about murders in that show. Well, I mean... Piles of corpses. Oh, uh, well, I haven't seen the show, but also... Well, the movie, the, old, the same. Same in the, the movie. Right. Movie too, yeah. I mean, yeah. Um, Why aren't you, Louis? Not Louis. Lestat comes in. and He goes, 
Louis, why, you why aren't you murdering people? We're, we're supposed, we, I love murdering people, and you're not, you're not taking part not in my murders it. with me, and I'm, you're supposed to appreciate my hobbies, you motherfucker. That's like a one-panel cartoon yeah. that just summarizes the whole show, the yeah. whole yeah. book. Oh, yeah. Why haven't you killed at least three people a night? <laughs> it makes me sad when you don't kill three people. Like, honestly, I think I remember that being a line. He liked to kill, like, one person early, like, mm-hmm. then another mm-hmm. person. Mm-hmm. 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 Why did you not depopulate New Orleans? <laughs> and there weren't... Yeah. New Orleans had, like, you know, a hundred people in it at the time, so... Right. <laughs> So that's a lot. They would like <laughs> they would have been re- like the if there was a bar, like a loading bar, it would you would see yeah. it going down. You got about three months in yeah, New Orleans at that point before everybody's dead. Yeah, I mean, not uh, to be honest, like not even that. New Orleans was a big city, yeah, but I like mean, there, there were more than a hundred people. But <laughs> but like after like a few months, like. People notice the corpses starting to stack up, you know? <laughs> yeah, that happens. People notice real quick. Especially if they're all exsanguinated. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, Julian Luna's got, you know, thinking about it, Julian Luna's got the kind of right idea. He's, and when, and thinking about it now, too, is like to be a prince, to tell all the kindred in the city you are not allowed to murder humans, mm. that's a serious power move. If you actually want to enforce that and be serious about it, think about what you're trying to enforce because kindred are usually a bunch of killers. Yeah. Yeah. And this is a tough set. They're not allowed to embrace at all. They're not allowed to. They're not allowed to look at each other mean. Yeah. Yeah, very elaborate etiquette, you know. I think ghouling requires permission. I could be wrong. I don't, I don't think, think they make ghouls at all. I don't that, think there's ghouls in the show. We kind of talked. I'm not sure. Yeah. But. Well, sex makes you ghouly, right? Because that's Maybe. happening to... Maybe only in the pilot. Maybe only in oh, the pilot. We really don't know. Yeah, there's a lot we honestly don't know. There's a lot that was yeah. not answered in these eight episodes. So. Yeah. 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 I mean, not even talking about the later episodes, but like just talking about one through three. We haven't even... As far as right now, yeah, we have no yeah. idea. Yeah. Yeah. But I, don't I don't think there are ghouls in this world. Mm. No, I don't think so. And I think, yeah. I think it's they might not have wanted to encourage people to drink blood. Yeah, as humans. Yeah, on TV. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Like I we're, think, we're uh, sticking to cigarettes right now. Let's. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I think we also emphasize like they wanted to simplify the lore a little bit for TV, which makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. They yeah. dropped a couple of the, they dropped a couple of the more esoteric lands. They dropped the Malkavians and they dropped, and they dropped the premiere, not never to yeah. speak of even like the, the non Carmela clans, um, even though they bring an asteroid in later, but Ooh. like, holy shit, never mind that. Oh, oh. Oh. Uh, You'll see. Yeah. Yeah. But really, can you believe it? No Malkavians, no Tremere, but why don't we throw an Asimite in? I mean, I, honestly, I can understand. I think it's great. I think that's yeah. a great move to, like, even even without two of the main clans throwing in a weird yeah. one. It's great. Great. Good right. idea. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I would have loved some Zemisi, but uh, yeah. I understand yeah, was, why Aaron TV. Spelling might have objected to that. Yeah. yeah. Well, the Zemisi that Aaron Spelling would have given us was just, like, people from Hollywood at that time. So, you know. <laughs> or just, like, incredibly, like... Hello, I am RoboCop made of plastic. Yeah, it would, um, and it would have been. Yeah. Not just so, the... I understand what? why they cut out the, the Malkavians. At least yeah. I think I do. 
Although we did talk about how in that third episode, that third we episode that, that's a rewritten Malkavian story. After they took well, out the yeah. Malkavians, they were like, strip it and just make this guy a kaitif or whatever. Which again, they don't yeah. use that term, but that's what right. it is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so still talking about the pilot, I guess. Um, one other thing I, I kind of miss about this show and that I didn't like as a kid, but as I kind of understand why in a general sense, is that um, for a vampire show, they show very little vampire bites. Well, they, they I guess so. I mean, they do, they seem to not heal. They do show them that they all look exactly the same and pasted on yeah, there's like, and not heal uh, from yeah. looking. One inch strip. They don't long. show it. They don't show a lot of it actively happening. No, exactly. But they, they show like, they, they everyone has a makeup on their neck afterwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. There's a little bit of blood. Like on you there. basically oh, took like a nail polish brush and just drew it across right, the neck exactly. with some blood on it. But there aren't yeah. there aren't a lot of feeding scenes. Yeah. Um, I wonder if that's a ratings thing. Like, do, if you bite someone's neck, do you get a? Kind of sexy, I think right? It's got to be. That's yeah. like a that's like a sexy and violent and gross thing, and there's blood. And yeah. two people touching. Yeah. And now, on the other hand, if you want to show someone's arm going through someone's chest, that's okay. Yeah. Well, that's that's penetration too, but of a different kind. Yes. Um. Yeah, maybe. I think maybe also just it's maybe that's not an easy special effect to do right. That looks, you know. I mean, shit. Budget, yeah. right? Yeah. You can tell. It was low. The, the budget was low, you can tell. That's that's why they use that earth meld thing in every single that, in, every the, time in they the can. Intro, yeah. Yeah. Um Yeah, I bet that like honestly, if you have to shoot a scene like that a couple times and there has to be an effect where blood is gushing out and then you have to clean it up and shoot it again and like that's mm. that's mm -hmm. not the kind of production this is. This yeah. is the kind of production where they slap something on your neck and they go, Okay, this is the post bite. Which yeah. really I guess the lick doesn't yeah. lick doesn't lick in this universe. No, I, no, I think the, the, I think the lick licks, but I think Wait, it's, she it's, she it's, licks. If you're she, sloppy, yeah. it, you lick, and the wound is closed, but there's still but blood there still left might behind. be blood left behind. At, okay. at right. one point, the Toyodor, who's in with a detective, uh, proves that she's a vampire by cutting herself with a knife and then licking the wound, and it closes. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. So the lick does something, but it's not just teeth and claws. Or maybe it was just teeth. It's not just teeth. Yeah, that's old fashioned. That's that's hand wavy. Perfect. That's hand wavy. I totally seen vampire stuff like that too, where they'll like cut their hand with a knife to do like the Valdry and then lick the wound or some shit. Yeah, yeah it's just you know, it's to look, it's to look sexy. You're using your tongue. I mean, in in that Malkavian episode, Cash cuts his arm with a with a bottle and then like. Oh, it just heals just automatically. It's just yeah, just later on. Yeah. So it's yeah. like your arm, and he's like, "It's fine, you know. Nobody's nobody." Look. Yeah, and this one too. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I'm fine. I'm not hurting myself, you know. Yeah. No, but that was that was legitimately a good move, actually, for him to be like, yeah. "No, nobody." People saw that. It must have seen wrong. Dark bar. Lots of shit happening. Yep. See, my arm's yeah, fine. You guys are cops. You know how unreliable witnesses are. Yeah. Yeah. My arms are fine. Let me out. You know. Um, but uh, yeah. Uh, why? Why does? Why does the torter have to get killed again? How does she get she killed? Revealed, she revealed herself to Frank, and the primogen vote to be like. Oh no! She, uh, she fucked him. And else. She got blood on his dick, and he started became, feeling. He ghoulish. started to. 
Yeah. Which is never mentioned again in the TV show. Like, whatever yeah. that mechanic is, it's dropped after this. Is well, that all it is? Maybe, maybe she's the only one who can do it. Well, presumably he doesn't have sex with any more vampires after that, so it goes yeah. away. Yeah. But there is an episode about falling in love with humans. That's, I mean... Actually... Yes. That's true. Uh, our Nosferatu friend yeah. falls in love with it's, him. It's, it's insinuated pretty heavily that the wig gets him some play. Yeah. 100%. It yeah, does. He wakes up in bed, and that's yeah. definitely how we suggest that people have had sex. Yeah. So, that, is, that is standard code. Yeah. Vampire, sexual vampire, guy, yeah. Vampires in this universe still fuck. Oh, they fuck for sure. Julian. Well, yeah, well, yeah the question isn't yeah. like whether they do. It's, you know, does it's it. It's whether they did. Does it have? Does anything happen? Well, I don't know. Anything vampire spooky? Well, there's definitely a lot of like. There is a lot of vampire and human interaction, and almost touchstone, which that term didn't mm. exist at the time. Yeah, but these vampires yeah. have touchstones. Like, yeah, two maybe decades we, before. Maybe we were supposed to in the '90s. We just, yeah. you know, we, you know, we've we've talked about what we did. Well, I, you know, it's it's a trend I've noticed in, in vampire games where you tend to interact only with other vampires yeah which is weird which is um, why i like using feeding which things. should yeah which shouldn't be normal you yeah. should be interacting I, you know humans i I'll, i agree but bad. on the other hand i feel like the first i don't know 10 20 maybe 30 years maybe not even 30 of your own life sure you're interacting with humans but after you've been a vampire for a while the cognitive dissonance of feeding on people the like it's hard to be friends with a hamburger um yeah or like a cow all of or these, a living cow or a cow yeah well a cow that you know that you know pe people uh do not as frequently name cows they are planning to eat right um yes you know and well the difference between eating a cow and killing it and feeding from as, as a kindred from a human because a kindred don't have to kill their kill their prey they don't. And, but you do in, have to abrogate somebody's will. You have to come. You have to. I mean, unless you're doing it consensually, which is probably a breach of the masquerade. If you're cleaving to the masquerade fully, you have to be essentially forcing yourself on someone. And to continually do that, like the soul is dyed in the color of the thoughts, like you you become what you do all the time. And so, if you're constantly disregarding people's agency it's going to have an eroding effect. I feel like it has to. Oh yeah, absolutely. And that's why you have a humanity thing in the game. And there's definitely that element. There's always that element in this game, in the, in the tabletop game of like vampires have to consciously be reinforcing their connection to humanity because otherwise it does fade very quickly and easily. Yep. They have to deliberately try to immerse themselves in human things. And yeah, Ultimately, it ends up being kind of like a horrible parody, like vampires going to the opera, yep. you know, because it makes them feel alive, the art and the, the passion and the music. But it's like it's all pantomime or whatever. It's all, you know, just like the empty screaming beast within or whatever. Yep. But it's but, you know, but there's but again, there's shades of it. You know, like we said, there's shades mm -hmm. of everything. Yep. And that's kind of the point. Everything's nuanced. So there's, that's why, you know, in in the vampire game you have humanity rating that goes from zero to 10 with zero being a howling monster and a 10 being some kind of like your crazy saint. Um, and most people kind of hover somewhere in the middle 
you know, with like, you know, people who are at like seven and eight being like, I'm trying to be a good person. I know I'm a monster. Maybe, maybe I feel I, like most maybe of the I, people that I, I know probably have a seven or an eight. Yeah. You know, I don't the want human hurt. beings yeah. in my real life. Yeah, exactly. I don't want like people who be like, I don't want to hurt people. I want to take care of the people that I love. I want to be loved in return. You know, basic stuff. You know, people who are extremely selfish and extremely awful and who do not take care of other people around them are not people you want to have in your life. And those are like, you know, yeah, the people with quote unquote low humanity. <laughs> In a vampire game, because those are the people right. who don't care about other human beings, who don't have any empathy, and who don't, you know, who start trending towards that kind of sociopath monster kind of kind of vampire thing, like Eddie Fiore, or you know, uh, I don't know. He's really the only one. Some of his, some of his, his bruja. Uh, there aren't really any good bruja in this. In this, they're pretty much the villain clan. They barely have names other than Eddie. I think it's pretty much just Eddie. I mean, most of the clans, it's really just one or two people. Um, it's kind of hard. Are pretty. The gang will have cash, and then like the crowd, and like right. Steve Ray is dead. Yep. Um, but don't forget, we're down for him. Yeah, I am absolutely down. Yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean that's kind of that's kind of a thing. There 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 aren't that many, and I think as as the show like kind of wears on, they they eventually start to introduce more. But like yeah, there's only one Nosferatu. There's only Daedalus. Other Nosferatu show up, I think, in later episodes. Monster but, of like, the week type situations for yeah. Like, there's a lot of yeah. character of the week type stories within mm -hmm. these eight episodes. Like at least right. some probably. Right, because so because the first episode really kind of establishes it with you know character of the week, the this Torador woman, Torador woman, yeah, who supposedly I hate to spoil it, but we're not going to see her again either, even though the stinger is that she lives. Right, yeah. I've wondered. Yeah, I, yeah we're not going to see her again now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, but uh, yeah, and uh, and Julian makes this weird promise that he he totally believes in. That he's gotta like, not he's gotta take care of this bozo cop for um, some reason, yeah. For, for well, for plot armor reasons. For plot armor reasons, I remember yeah. hating. I remember hating that when I was when I was when I was a kid, and but now also understanding it from a point of view of of like of like a show structure. Like you gotta mm -hmm. tell the point of view. You gotta tell the point. Like a show like this, you really do kind of have to tell the point of view of like regular people too. Yeah, like you, a human yeah you gotta, yeah. Yeah. You know, just, I think also you know. like the, it, it, there's a certain amount going back to our humanity conversation. I, I kind of feel, I, I mean, it's probably headcanon stuff, but that Julian's promise to the woman that he formerly loved not to kill or allow to be harmed her lover, keeping that promise is like a humanity thing for him. Yeah, what's like I am doing this thing even though it is not in the best interests of my beast and therefore etc. Yeah, 100%. And he he kind of says it in later episodes like he he's sitting like I think he appears in the diner with him in episode 3 or something like that when they're hunting for the killer and he's like listen, I want to get rid of this guy as much as you do. He is a killer. He is bad and he's like and he's trying to explain to this guy, you know, to this cop he's like there are kindred who are not good and I'm trying to restrain them. And I'm trying to keep 
are people, you know, like without everybody like getting all crazy and murdering each other. Like if you want to go crazy and go murder all vampires, then I'm sorry, we're going to have to do something about that. But like we you don't you do not have to do that because we are trying not to kill people and we are trying not to be awful. Please stop okay? shooting your gun at me. You know. Yeah, exactly. Please don't <laughs> shoot me with your hands. Yeah. So, you know, he's like he's like yeah, exactly. I think it is It is really a humanity thing for Julian, for sure. And, you know, I, I guess it is a masquerade thing. And it's. I, I think in a previous conversation, uh, Kuya, we had about, um, maybe it was in the, in the Venture podcast, about how sort of baked into, or maybe it was the Twitter podcast, sort of baked into the idea of... of the Carmarilla is that you kind of have to be on humanity. You can't be on some kind of crazy path of enlightenment where you're, um, you know, ripping people's guts out all the time and, you know, festooning them around your home and (laughs) having blood orgies and shit. Like, like you can't be doing shit shit like that and and say you're keeping the masquerade. You just can't. Yeah. You can't, you know, like you you gotta live among humans to a certain, you gotta live among humans. Like if you have one blood orgy a year, okay. But Like, like, Sure. One one human head punch bowl at Christmas. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. Come on. You can't can't be having that every week, man. That's ridiculous. Christ. People notice. People go around looking for heads. If heads. Yeah, that's the kind of thing people start looking for. Yeah, people start looking. All the decapitated bodies with the with and finding with the heads with the tops chopped off, and they'll they'll notice a pattern. Yeah, they figure it out. These guys are smart. (laughs) And there are so and there are so many of them compared to us. Yeah, and that's the thing too. I they don't really say that in this show, but they kind of imply it. I guess it's just the kind of thing. It's like yeah, there's. The kindred, the kindred, actually, yes, the kindred in the show are pretty powerful. There's no indication. Like he's if you like, if you if you can go out during the day, humans aren't as big of a deal. Yeah. Yeah, it is true, and that's what I always keep saying about like about like kindred versus human in in original vampire is like you take mm-hmm. so much damage from being outside during the day, so, so you die in minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Minutes. Very quickly. Like. Yeah, like when Stevie Ray gets stabbed to the heart. <laughs> Not last for very long. Doesn't last for very long after that. Um, yeah, so... Um, yeah, humans have a big advantage. Um, because... The sun's kind of always there. <laughs> yeah. For at least that It's sort of a big deal. It's kind of kind of our whole planet circling around it. Man, this show was seriously nineteen ninety six or whatever this was, this show was seriously on the television for less yeah. than three minutes before I was going, What the fuck is this? Why yeah, are they yeah. out in the sunlight on during the day? Why is that yeah. a metal stake? Why is that yeah. happening? What is this? Why is there a cop here? Who the what the fuck? I like I like yeah. Yeah. Under five I minutes, like the, I've lost it with this show. I was like the guy, the comic store guy from The yeah. Simpsons. Oh boy! Like, Yo boy! Oh, God. Everyone, I, everyone I know was. Everyone I know was that because it was. It had no. It had no redeeming features like good acting or anything either it to go with it. Good. 
that was even good. And and worst perhaps it, worst crime of all, it made the the really edge niche thing that no one had heard about that we thought was cool. It introduced the popular culture as something stupid. <laughs> yeah, this oh, is like yeah. so they're like, oh, you guys, yeah, I know about you vampire kids. You like that stupid thing? <laughs> like, no, show. what we like is cool and dark. Yep. Yeah. It says here that the the Night Stalker episode never aired on TV. Uh. Oh yeah. Is that the Malkavian one? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's the last episode that was written by the guy who wrote the pilot. He wrote the first three episodes. He co-wrote that one, and then they got other writers for everything else. It says here, and uh, but the, it says that the original air date is unaired on the Malkavian episode. Int- yeah, sure. I mean, I definitely wouldn't know because I definitely did not watch this show. Sure, past I didn't the make it past yeah. the first one. Yeah, no, no, no. I didn't so, watch them. Like yeah. when I when I when I when I actually watched them, it was years and years later drunkenly with friends late at night yeah, you know yeah. and somebody had him on dvd you know somebody had gotten a dvd pack with i think it was like two dvds because there's only eight episodes um or maybe it was three because it had like some special features or something um, i would if there was a making of oh my god i don't know I would devour might, that there's some stuff we should ask we should ask our friend I, I have a friend you know you know who it is um mm-hmm. Uh, we should, yeah, but just, we, I mean, like, you know, like the, to the yeah. scale of this, like, oh God, what was it? I went over there to the your friend, your New York Coteries uh, place of game and stuff. And we watched what is that movie with Lady her Elizabeth something? Uh, she's a stripper in the movie. And oh yeah, showgirls. We watch showgirls. Showgirls. The showgirls <laughs> commentary, not showgirls. <laughs> yeah, showgirls. showgirls commentary. Yeah, and I don't remember it. Very clearly, but is I that remember like that, that was hilarious. Von Trier or like, yeah, like, is that who it is? No, the, the if it is the Lars von Trier version of Showgirls is terrifying. That's Antichrist. It, it's either who or it's either yeah. him or Paul Verhoeven. It's one of the Ver, two. It was, Ver, it was Verhoeven. Was it Verhoeven? Um, okay. Yeah. No. And the thing is, is um, the commentary uh, that that he's talking about on the DVD is not even done by anyone who was actually involved in the movie, from what I understand. Oh. Really? oh. No, it's just somebody like Mystery Science Theater on 3000 the, again. Yeah, basically MS, yeah, MSKT. Some guy that was involved me. in the production of the DVD packaging, they were just like, put some commentary on this. Who cares? I, I, I have no idea who this guy is, he, where they found him or whatever, but he's just making fun of the movie. As, and it's just, it's so good. And it's like, why is this on the DVD? I have no idea, but it's hilarious. It makes the movie like... Like the Showgirls movie is is bad. It is not watchable unless you're just trying to watch it to see Elizabeth Berkeley's tits or something. Which I mean, okay, just fast forward to that part, I guess. But um, no, if you this commentary makes it hilarious. Like ten that's what I want hilarious. from Embrace. Yeah. I want the act. I want like at like the where they no. cut forward to the actors as they are now. Like no, in their sixties yeah, or whatever, and they're like, "Yes, well, when I was playing cash, you know, my motivation was this." And here's some, you know, we had these pranks on set where Ju- the guy who plays Julian Luna, he would pour real cow's blood in my soup because I was a gangrel. <laughs> <laughs> they should have yeah, a reunion. No, they don't have any of that. Yeah. Uh, uh, speaking of, re- yeah, well, unfortunately, uh, Mark Franklin, the guy who played Julian Luna, died like about a year after this was made. Really? Wow. Yeah, really yeah. bad. So, 
Because Julian yep. Luna's the best part. Now I love yep. Julian Luna. Oh, yeah. man, I'm in Julian's corner. Yeah, for sure. Uh, well, I'm I'm in his corner. Uh, the one tier above that is whoever it is that's standing behind him. That old dude. Oh, yeah, Methuselah or whatever. His yeah. name is like Primogen or something. Yes, Kane. <laughs> yeah, I forget his name. I just think of him as the sire. Yeah. Um, yeah. His name is something like that. That'd yeah. be hilarious if his name was just Sire. Um, he doesn't go by anything else. I mean, but that, you know, hey, man, we were just looking at Chicago by Night last week, and there's a lot of people in that um, in that book that just go by a title. Yep. That just yeah. go by, like, just Sheriff. Like Sheriff. Yeah. Or, Are you guys going to do Montreal by Night? Maybe. I don't know. I don't maybe. know. <laughs> but, I'm looking forward to those Black Dog podcasts. I think I remember that. I think I remember actually being pretty problematic in like a lot of ways. A lot. I feel like they, I feel like uh, yeah, every yeah. single. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's, yeah. Yes. His name is that's Archon. Dog. His name is Archon Rain. His first name is oh. Archon. Archon. Oh, yeah. Archon Rain. Yeah. Archon. Yeah, and I remember being mad about that because an Archon is something specific in Vampire, yes, yeah. too, and he was definitely not that. Just like a guy named Sheriff, and uh, yeah, yeah, and the original last primogen in Chicago. That'd be great if his name, if the prince's name was just Prince. Yeah. The vampire formerly known as. Yeah, I sort of feel like I kind of feel like probably let's not cover any black dogs. I kind of feel oh, like I mean. Oh shoot. I'll take a yeah, look at I'll take a look at human occupied for, for, for the <laughs> for the black dog podcasts. Yeah, we could do a Patreon only bonus and really talk for about black some dog. filth. Yeah, yeah. yeah like, oh, we're gonna do the Fomori book. We're gonna do the Specters book. We're uh, talk about whole clan book ball eye ball eye <laughs> ball eyes. Yeah, not even I. I don't even want that one. No. They, they fill people with bugs. I mentioned that. Yeah. Lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, that's yeah. a popular Bali move. That's really that's that's their deal, yeah. If Edgelord had been a term back in the day, these were that's, that's like sort of yeah. that's the Bali clan curse is that you have to be an Edgelord. Yeah, to be this unrepentant, over the top Edgelord. They threw a fireball. They had fucking yeah, fireballs. They, they have magic yeah. missile. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. They could do. They could throw like aggravated yeah. damage. They had a. Like, they had like, a. Do I need to say it? Like, I'm only in three or four. It was terrible. It was like it was like, oh my god. What was the joke, Doug? I, f- I don't remember. What was the joke? It was a Bali blast. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. Holy shit! Oof. It was oh a, god, there were cloves named Bali blast as well, which Bali made high. even better. The Bali, oh, Bali high. high. That's right. Bali, Bali blast was a Snapple. Your Mountain Dew or something? Was it Snapple? Oh, Snapple or yeah, Bali I blast. have an important '90s question before we return to Kindred the Embrace. Great, great. Pepsi, Coke, right? Yeah. With the people, this was like a real war that was happening in the '90s. Yeah, my family was in, I, was involved. Yes, I'm aware of it. Yeah, this aware this of that. very so, year, this very year, my friend asked for a Coke, and we bought. Me and my mom at the store bought it, and my mom said, "I." I, I don't feel right buying a Coke for your friend. <laughs> I knew this I, year. I knew what the answer was going to be for you. But so oh, please, yeah. guys, please continue. But I mean, we were ra- I raised in like a indoctrination. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. See, I, uh, yeah, I prefer Coke. 
I will drink Pepsi if it's if it is presented to me. I don't care. I'll drink RC Cola. I'll drink whatever. I truly don't as, give a shit. Yeah. As long as I'm not right. dying, I don't give a shit. No, Nobody I just wondered in the '90s what what yeah. your if yeah. the war if like the war had co- it's like the sure. Sega versus Nintendo, yeah. right? Like I was Nintendo, and I knew that Sega people were filthy degenerates. They, they are. Like, they are. They still are. If they were, they are now. <laughs> you could. Yeah. That's a real. That's a benchmark. That's a real thing. For culture. Yeah, that's yeah. Not, okay, that's not a it's 90s thing. Absolutely, no. But yeah, no, well, it, how they behaved in the 90s, they're still that type of person. I mean, are you okay. serious? Mario versus Sonic? Yeah, like, oh, 100% Sonic's I am, lame. yes. Yeah, Sonic is lame. Yeah, Sonic is lame. Sonic. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Sonic is dumb and bad. His only thing is that he goes fast. Lots of things go fast. <laughs> He's also like, inc- he's like the Michelangelo Ninja Turtles, like rad, like that. It's, oh, it's the, that nineties, like yeah, the Bart the Simpson, the toot. Yeah, yep, the, the toot. toot. Yeah, 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 yeah. Imagine Mario having toot. Mario's like, no, I'm, you know, I am a humble man of the people. Mario stayed out of the toot era, really. Yeah, I mean, exactly. there was a little bit maybe of strikers. And well, that, there's the live action movie that oh, isn't exactly I don't even toot-y, know what, but I don't even know what that is. Yeah, I haven't seen it's it. An, it's a. You we got, used to rent wait, it when I was a wait, little kid. Wait, isn't John Leguizamo in it? Yes. Yes. You haven't seen the Mario Brothers movie? Nope. Have you seen Spawn? Uh, yeah, actually, I remember seeing. I think Satan, I saw Satan, 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 Satan. Okay, we're gonna do a double feature of my two favorite John Leguizamo movies. I'm I ready. I definitely Let's see. Spawn. Pause this podcast right now. Man, saw in the theater. I saw in the theater with you guys. I remember when they were blasting. Yeah. That I still have Satan on like my regular playlist. Awesome! That's yeah, a I good remember soundtrack. watching that movie. I remember walking out of the theater with you and you being like, "The only thing I'm mad about is that when Satan showed up, I didn't want it to be a huge monarch monster. I wanted it to be a dude in a suit and that track from the album playing. I was just going Satan, Satan, Satan. I was like, you know, that would have been better. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because that was the thing about Spawn. Well, I mean. I'm not. I'm not an original Spawn fan. I never read the comics, or whatever. So like, when it, when I saw the movie, I was just like, yeah, Satan people, and everybody in Spawn is this gigantic fucking biomorph monster. So I wanted like the devil himself to just be like a dude, and yeah, I thought that right. would be a cool juxtaposition. But of course, not. Actually, he's yeah. a bigger monster than everybody else. So like, whatever. That's Todd cool McFarlane too. got myself and a friend of mine out of a traffic ticket uh, yeah, because of his yeah. his insane design of things we got pulled over and this is we were teenagers and it was a there was a police officer who was following us for a while and he just put his lights on and not his siren i think because he just wanted to fuck with us i don't know why but we didn't see him we weren't paying attention we were probably stoned and then he hit the siren and we heard him looked in the mirror like pulled over immediately and he comes over and he's like so you guys were trying to get away from me or like no oh, like Jesus. have you seen what we're driving <laughs> like this is this is not this is not possible and he's like, all right, well, you know, we're like, we're going home. Okay. You got nothing in the car you shouldn't have. And I, like an idiot, probably also again, high and 15, I turn around and I start looking in the back seat. I want to be helpful. This guy, you know, he's, he's a, he's an authority figure. He can hurt me. I, I, I want to make sure I'm complying. So I start looking around to see if there's anything we should have in the car. Jesus Christ. That's probably not and the As most. I'm looking, and I, as I'm looking in the back seat, I realize what I've done. Like, this is me, like, I'm implying that... You're looking at where very, the evidence is. 
Yeah. I'm looking where the evidence should be, right. if there is any. Right. So then I turn, I sit back, I like immediately fling myself back into the front seat too quickly, and I look down at my feet, and there's a spawn, unleashed wickedness, whatever like thing. His intestines are shooting out into tubes with mouths. In this, I just bought this thing, <laughs> and I sort of pick it up and I hold it out to the cop, and I'm like, "This." <laughs> and he looks at it and he's like, "Ugh." Yeah, you totally shouldn't have that in a car. All right, kids, you kids get out of here. <laughs> I think it, once you realize that we had action figures in the car, he might be barking up the wrong tree. But at the time, I thought that we had just you know, convinced him of its wickedness. We, he wanted to get out of there. Oh, man. So, Kindred. Yeah, what else with Kindred? Um... Well, the, the guy does alchemy. Forbidden yeah. alchemy. Oh yeah, because guy. because obfuscate three does not exist, and also all the vampires seem to have the same power set. They all yeah. have psychometry. Yeah. They all have protean, yep. up yep. to yeah. at least four. Many of them turn into wolves. They all have fortitude five and can go out during the day. Yep, fortitude seven or whatever. But it is. none of them have obfuscate three. Nope. So yeah. our guy or even one. Uh, well, he does kind of look in the one. shadows. We, we were he talking does hide about, behind a curtain. He hides yeah, yeah, behind a curtain, point. and she seems yeah. to not be able to see him, even though the audience definitely can. <laughs> yeah, the wig stands out. Boy, that... Okay, so he does alchemy. The whole sequence, this whole, everything about... What's his name? Not Damien. Uh, Daedalus. The whole, the Daedalus plotline in the Night Stalker episode, everything about oh, it is in, deranged. <sighs> It's deranged. Yes. It's 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 really kind of uncomfortable, man. Yeah. Like, he's like he stalks this woman, and then he comes into her house, and he's like, "I love you, but you must never see me." And she's all like, "She's oh, into it." Yeah. yeah well, into it. I'm like, okay, this is like. He must have. Presence. I don't like this. Yeah. yeah. I don't. I did not like it. No. Oh, yeah. like, this was definitely written by a dude. Yeah. Yeah. There's. There's. <laughs> Yeah, this it, it's full no. Yeah, but when he does, no. the like there's alchemy. a lot of stuff. Go ahead. There's a lot of stuff in vampire. I mean, like vampire as like a sexually predatory thing. Like, look yeah. at all of the vampire media. Look it's, at True it, Blood. It's look there. at yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's there, there, right? It's there. And, yeah. and it's popular with people from every you know part of the sexual spectrum there you could find somebody who likes it and likes that part of it but they're yeah. like they 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 took that particular part of the vampire mythos and did it real poorly and they did it as poorly as it is possible to do it <laughs> they, like, they made him yeah. a creep oh yeah He's not oh, like real a bad. dark lord of the night no. who is alluring because of his dark darkness He's like a basement dwelling weirdo who's like, I've been watching you for a long time. Doing I know you love me. Yeah, and but she she, I grew she some digs air. it. She does dig it. Yeah, she feels that she she he senses her loneliness and she's like, You sense my loneliness that no one else could sense somehow. Um Yeah, I don't know. That's I guess it's like I, it's kind of like a 19th century romantic trope or some shit. Whatever. What, like that song about it being cold outside or whatever when people are like, no. Oh, it was, right. It was the early 1800s. It was a different thing or That's something. That's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no means, no means yes. <laughs> you know, it was uh, whatever. <laughs> you know, I, you know, and it, it, 
not to not to put anyone down. If people like sure. to play you know, kind of dominance games between consenting adults, yeah, man, as sure. long as everyone yeah, man. Knows, as long as everyone I'm not going to yuck anybody's yum. Yeah, if anyone knows, <laughs> as long as everyone knows what they're about, you know, maybe you got a safe word or something. That's fine. But you know, this is obviously it's it's creepy. Yeah. Honestly, uh, that's also if people want to role play this specific scenario where a popular musician has some weirdo stalking her <laughs> and he's like ho 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 and she's like ooh like cool but i didn't want to watch it on a television show about my cool vampire yeah 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 davis sure. is definitely a weirdo yeah I, oh I didn't want them to do I, him that way either no i, I didn't want to know i'm just i'm thinking ahead to an episode two where like the greatest moments of this show is a dataless moment in a future episode. I'm, I just, Ooh. Oh, I, like, all right. All right. Yeah. King spoiler. All right, sorry. Yeah. I feel like I know what you're talking. I feel like I know exactly the moment you're talking about. Yeah. Um, we'll, we'll move on though. Yeah. We'll yeah. Let's, let's, I can take that. my headset off. You guys no, 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 no. Let's, I mean, cause okay. we're going to, I mean, we intend to, we intend to, to go through to it. Continue yeah, yeah. to sometime this coming week. We'll watch another two episodes yeah. probably. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I mean, maybe even tomorrow. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see how, how you guys, you know, I'll see how you guys feel, but yeah. Yeah. Soon, soon. I'm I'm game. You yeah. know it. Yeah, awesome. Um Yeah. Well, so yeah, so what else about um uh, just the, else? we haven't talked about Caitlin Byrne, the, the reporter. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Weird weird move on Julian's part for someone so yeah. concerned about. Although Master I guess but I mean, I guess if you, well, I mean, owning if you're, the newspaper is if a you're pretty fucking the newspaper lady, yeah. Well, owning yeah. the newspaper or fucking the newspaper lady, we either. Well, yeah, they're way. both. They're both pretty. They're they're, no, they're both possible story routes. Yeah. Well, no, owning the newspaper is good for keeping the masquerade because okay. you can kill stories, right? Uh, downgrade them or whatever. You can you can direct the attention of the press to different areas, um, away from you know your, yourself and your kindredness. You know, control of the media is a classic. Classic, yeah. uh, very venture move, especially in which yeah, the venture thing. I've, I've seen it be a big torador thing, yep. you know, in a lot of games. Um, so yeah, um, but yeah, Julian does it in like the most dangerous way by like he's like being like, I'm gonna seduce her, and like yeah. his torador girlfriend is like, I don't really have a problem with you seducing her as like, but it is dumb seducing people because we're vampires and that's the shit we do. But seducing a journalist is a terrible idea, Julian. Um, and yeah, yeah I'm guess. sure that it will become a terrible idea, or I hope that it will become a terrible idea. Because if not, that strains credulity. Well, I think partly it's just again, you know, when I was a teenager, I was like, "How can you make such a foolish decision?" But um, having lived She's very pretty many, many more years. Um, I realized that many people make very stupid decisions almost exclusively all the time. Oh. I am not, I am not omitting myself from no. that. No, that's why I said almost exclusively. I'm thinking of me, like, <laughs> yeah. uh, like not literally, but also like you know, going back to our Blindsight podcast. Like, how, there's a certain amount of decision making going on up here in this, you know, bone prison that my my brain's trapped in, but. How much of it I'm involved with? 
Yeah, I'm after honestly after Blindsight on a day to day basis. I'm just re just becoming more and more aware of how much shit is going on under the hood. Yep. <laughs> like how much I really have no idea whether or not I'm the person who just said that or not. <laughs> yes. A lot more yeah, of that is I, going on. Thank you, uh, yeah. Peter Watts, for giving me schizophrenia. Yeah. I find it to be uh, a really uh, liberating experience to live in a world in which you realize you're part of some kind of vast sea of voices. Yeah. Uh, rather than just the, the single captain at the helm. Hey, yeah. man, till all are one. Till all are one. That's another one I would do a podcast on is Transformers the movie 1986. I think I can still recite the whole thing. The, the um, whole thing? Wow. Don't don't that's, start. Don't start. Right Please don't. That's something <laughs> that won't but, to stop you. But. Right, it'll be like when Cartman sings that stick song. <laughs> yeah. We'll just have to mute you. That was the, that was something yeah. you could do at one point in your life. You you know that you could recite Transformers nineteen eighty six. You muted yourself now, Mark. I can't hear you. He's doing it. That's he's protecting us because he's doing it. Oh. Can you hear me now? <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's really something you yeah. could do? Yes. Yeah. And I might still be able to. I'd have to I'd have to I might stumble, but yeah. I there was a point I was like I was on a trek through these mountains at one point and it was like a really shitty rainy day. And I was in my I was twenty one and I was carrying this extremely heavy pack. It was all uphill. The footing was really bad. It was a miserable day. And I was just like, I'm just going to do Transformers and <laughs> get through this day. And so for the next two hours, I just muttered you, the movie. You know what I'm wow. really sad that I've never gotten the chance to say in real life? I have nothing but contempt for this court. <laughs> Probably because you don't want to actually be thrown in jail. Oh, I can't, I can't, I can't wait to be, <laughs> I can't wait to be in front of some kind of kangaroo court where it doesn't matter what I say. And I get to I say, I have that. almost said that during meetings at work. That's a really good line. I do frequently say <laughs> like at least a couple times a month, you who are without mercy now plead for it. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. In work contexts, people don't know where it's from. I'm very happy. Nice. <laughs> anyway, That's good. Oh, wow. oh man, I went back to, to kind of I went back to kind of like click through this episode real quick of uh, of uh, the second episode okay. of Embrace Prince of the City. Yeah, I, forgot the city about, yeah. I forget about Julian's niece. Oh, Sasha rules! Sasha. Of course, yeah, Sasha is my her. favorite character. Sasha, oh Julian's man. Crazy, ridiculously impulsive Touchdowns. Um Sasha's yeah. Sasha's hilarious. Not just Sasha Kanitsko of KMFDM, yeah. but also this. That guy's cool too. Again, again, hated how dumb she was when I was a kid watching this, but now She's watching and being a teenager. Like, yeah, she. I'm like, no, no, no. It's just this is this is exactly how a teenager acts. <laughs> This is this is one hundred percent believable. That is what, probably what made us is, angry about it. Is the most believable part of this entire show, to be perfectly honest. Yeah. 
<laughs> it's like how everybody was mad at Wesley for being, you know, a dork on TNG. Sure. But it's like if you sure. actually put yourself on on the Enterprise, that's you. Yeah. Like you're yeah. sitting next to, you know, Picard and Riker and, you know, Beverly Crusher and all these people and you'd look like an idiot also. Yeah. And that's what made me mad. Yeah, because you're like, you're no, I want to pretend I'm next to Yeah, you're a 14 year old standing next to actual adults. Yeah. I'm sorry, 14 year old. It's just hanging out with. Uh, all, yeah, yeah. Well, listen, you, you are awesome, 14 year olds, in, in your own way. Yeah, you're going to get there real soon. Like, you're close. Also, you got shit going on that us oldsters don't have going on. You know, yeah. you've got all kinds of experiences you're getting to have in your brain that we, we don't. Yeah, we've left them long behind, and and our humanity score is much lower. Uh, Our banality is much higher, and you know, I don't know why our brains are fully cooked. What are the chances any fourteen-year-olds are listening to this, Kuya? I guess it's not impossible. I mean, I honestly really do not know because of the way podcasts are distributed. I have no idea what kind of audience this has. I guess it's it's not like also the like it exists forever. So yeah, I assume at some point. You know, it's out there. kids of kids are going to listen to it. Oh, yeah, that's my great-grandfather, Saint. Like, I'm going to listen to his podcast. It's definitely not impossible that children related to me are listening to this. So, yeah. There's that for a start. <laughs> Hello, children related to people. Welcome to the theater uh, of the mind. Anyway, yeah. Sasha, on the other hand. Sasha. 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 Be- baby. Sasha becomes more interested, like a much more interesting character in, in later episodes as well, I think. That's good. Oh, um, she sure does. I do know where that goes. Oh, you do? Yeah. I, 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 that part I know because the commercials all had this scene oh. of some etheric music with her crying blood. Oh. And you're like, oh. okay. walking uh, out of a party where someone was mean to her. Damn. You know, she. You know she gets embraced. That's the so question. I know. Well, he knows Ooh. that much. Okay. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Uh, Spoiler. It's probably not Daedalus. It's probably not Daedalus. It's probably not Daedalus. That would have been real and... fun, though, man. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been fun. Man. Yeah. Well, you know, she's all hot for cash. There are a so lot of Nosferatu in this show. Like there are like Jeez. a lot of a lot of them. Yeah. There end up being yeah, a lot. Yeah. This show is show. Are there any that look like Nosferatu? Yeah, yeah, some of them, yeah. and there's one like beastly, oh, nice. almost Sabat kind of. Yeah. But let's not again. We'll get okay. there. We'll okay. get there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll get there. Yeah. I'm getting too far ahead of ourselves. But yeah, yeah I think it's hard not to because really, I really, I these days, yeah. I really like, well, I right. really enjoy this whole thing so much. Yeah, it's such um, a it's a LARP. It really just it's so it really it really, really captures think, what it was. Yeah, it's sad that Night Stalker wasn't on TV. I guess. Yeah. I, yeah. It's it's a little more bloody because like it Julian isn't. just fucking, Julian chops the dude's heads off with with, with, a, with a I love it. I love that he likes a he also I don't know why. Paints words not hit the the non-Malkavian Malkavian yeah. paints with blood. Yeah, and, on the wall and yeah. stuff like that, yeah. Yeah, I, I do like how that character is like, this dude's basically your serial killer even before he got embraced, and then he got embraced and now he can do whatever fucking wants. Okay, yeah, now he's right. definitely now he's definitely serial killing. Like you know, maybe he didn't have the courage or the strength of the ability to be for, to you know kill people before, but now he does. And boy, howdy, is he angry at everybody? Yep, he likes uh, it. Yeah, and he, he just likes wants, it exactly. He just wants to go what? around ripping some spines out. Is his blood brother tag like? Is it? Is he talking to the vampires, or is it just nonsense? I think it's just he. I think it's it's a. 
it's a pop, it's, it's a phrase that uses the word yes. blood, and he thinks it's a yeah. He just yeah. I, I guess he just he just comes up with it himself, probably. I mean, because you know he you know Cash comes up to him like and, and is like, "Yo, who sired you? You know what? Who are you? What's up?" And the this dude has no fucking clue. He got sired, and he has no clue. Like some lady in a bar. Yeah, yeah, some lady in a bar, and uh, that's the old fashioned gangrel embrace we talked about. Yeah, 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 yeah. Get drunk where you, you don't tell them anything, you dump them. Um, but this guy, yeah, yeah, you give him a copy of the clan book if you're nice, maybe, and then it's like, I'll see you in a year or ten. Um, didn't know until listening to your guys' podcasts on the clan books that they were considered to be an in universe thing. It's it's hinted and sort of not in not in all of them, but some of them, some of them very directly say things like. If you're looking at these pages, we wrote them down so that you know. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Some yeah, of them yeah. do say stuff like that. Yeah. Some of them say stuff like That's that. great. Like more than it, once or twice. Yeah. Yeah. And listen, it, it, it makes sense that Kindred would want to write some stuff down, but be careful about it as a memento mori because yeah. time is long. And if you really do manage to start living past the length of like a normal human life if you've been a kindred and you've been around for 100 years plus 200 like you gotta assume stuff starts to get hazy i hope so you gotta assume because if it doesn't lead together the weight of all of that memory would just be yeah well and I, that's a record that's a vampire uh i, I, I fucking thing. i feel that way as a adult human right yeah. i know that's what i'm saying i'm glad i've lost some of it yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's a, that's a, I feel that's like I put it under a zip disk. Yeah. I don't feel like it's gone. Oh, oh, I just feel like I put it into cold storage. I buried mine under gravel. And you got to get down there with like a shovel and you have no idea what direction anything's in. And a lot of this stuff is all wrapped up in barbed wire and poison. Nice. <laughs> nice. It's down there well, somewhere just, if you want to get it. <laughs> a lot of it's corrupted. Yeah, zip disks stored next to magnets. Yeah. Uh, are we gonna get the zip disk reader working? Clank it a couple times, right? Maybe yeah, yeah. Like, load out, maintenance. Load out with some air, like it's a Nintendo. <laughs> yeah, a lot of my shit has to get plugged get in dust, and unplugged a couple times. Yeah. yeah, get the dust out. Um, if I could take the back of my head off and blow into the back of it like a Nintendo cartridge, I mean, I guess my face is on the front of my head, so this breaks down pretty quick, but. <laughs> Boy, it's too bad that Dreamcatcher is such a piece of shit. <laughs> I haven't, I have neither seen nor read. It touches on a cool idea about like, uh, I don't remember the exact term, but the, the guy spends a lot of time in the back of his own head in this mental library he's constructed. And he can like look out windows at different parts of his life and stuff. But also there are like shit intestine monsters being pooped out of butts overrunning the countryside and that sounds bad and it's honestly just nihilistic and terrible it's the first book he wrote after getting run over oh yeah it's a rough one it's really it's the movie and the book yeah. are just they're not known to be enjoyable wow I'm upset about things yeah understandable but there's a one really cool comes... that the, the mind library or whatever it is is really described but it comes really with cool. the free frogurt yeah yeah right there you go poop flavor Um. Anyway, yeah, I think is that all we have to say about Kindred for now? Yeah, that's the first three episodes. Yeah, yeah, 
Oh yeah, also Dragon's Breath shotgun. Dragon's Breath shotgun oh, yeah. gift, yeah. A, a lovely gift. Just here you go. A lovely gift. Just here, Frank. Just in case you need you know, to kill always, any vampires. I, I noticed too in the in the pilot episode, there's a Dragon's Breath fucking grenade launcher with, in the drive by or something like that because they, they do a drive by yeah, with a grenade launcher with a grenade launcher and they drop the grenade launcher in incredibly and, subtle. and then chuck it barrel. and then which yeah. you do with a weapon and, like that, right. chuck it out the window. Yeah. And the you don't want to get the evidence. Yeah, the barrel is on fire. Yeah, and right. Why, Get yeah. rid of the evidence by leaving it in the street. By leaving it at the seat. The, the most obvious looking weapon of mass yeah. destruction. Yeah, and the yeah flames coming out of the barrel that was firing grenades. Yeah, yeah like incendiary grenades. But yeah. nobody got killed. The, so, the building seemed quite just fine, yeah. really. Was it Haven actually, that was shot at? Yeah, actually, maybe, 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 maybe Haven burned down because in... Haven looks completely different in the second episode than it did in the in the, in the one pilot. after the pilot. Yeah, they use a different they use a different building for the for the front anyway. Maybe it was the, destroyed. Uh, Maybe it was destroyed by incendiary grenades. Yeah, and then they had to she had to open up a new Haven somewhere else. Is it? She had Is points in up? Haven, so the storyteller yeah. had to just give her a new right. place. Right, give her a new one. Yeah, yeah. this is your backup. Yeah. Your your Mala has it. Yeah. Is it is it discussed why the Bruja and the Ventru are at loggerheads in? the city at any point i mean obviously they killed a gangrel but they i think they did that for a reason like I, yeah, go ahead I, I they don't really say very much at least in the first three episodes there is like the 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 like the hint of like an ancient enmity or just like the eternal struggle the so the, fact, the fact that eddie fiori wants power and is a brutal ruthless violent motherfucker and he wants so, to be top dog, and he doesn't want to listen to these adventure bozos. Yeah. So, and he's got he's got a whole bunch of other bruja who will follow him around. Um, none of whom have names. Which is it's fine. You can't have too many characters. It's especially it, in the nineties. Yeah. You can, if you're it, not even gonna flesh out your main characters, you can't have secondary ones. Yeah, dude. People complain in shows like Game of Thrones they're like there's too many characters in the show and in a certain way it's kind of true you, you only have so many hours you have so many minutes uh, that you're of long that your show is and you can only show so many minutes or hours um, you gotta pick and choose your characters I don't think that it should yeah. be illegal to make art for the lowest common denominator I think you should be able to make whatever art you want but, yes. <laughs> but but I don't I don't but uh, <laughs> taking all art down to the lowest common or taking the commercially supported art down to the lowest common denominator makes me sad. Yeah, I think. But hey, I don't I don't even know if this you would say this is the lowest common denominator. Um, because... Oh, that's not Kindred. That's just like I mean stripping characters out of modern shows and stuff. Uh, Kindred. No. I no, don't think true. is in the same. It's not playing the same game. Oh no. Um. But yeah, no. It's. I think. I think. When, especially when you're converting something from a book, or in this case, yeah, tabletop role playing game into into a visual medium, TV show, movie. You got. Do you think Aaron Spelling got invited to a LARP when they were trying to sell in the show? I hope so. And, like he played it. I hope he played oh, it. I, I hope he did. That would be so great. I hope so. I hope they all I mean, did. I hope that's what this yeah. actually was. I, I hope this is all I, improvised. Yeah. If they all had character sheets, <laughs> yeah. 
that and would no, be fucking amazing. And no scripts, yeah. yeah. Listen, I I have a bunch of friends. I, I knew a bunch of people in college who got into role playing through Vampire the Masquerade from the improv acting angle. They had never played any role playing games before Vampire. Before they had, they had never sat down and played a tabletop game. The first games they played were LARPs. I knew a bunch of people like this, and that's how they got into role playing because they understood improv acting. So when you told them this is an improv ex- exercise, imagine that, except this is your one character, it doesn't change, and this is the setting. They got that. Yeah, and there were some really, consequences. Yeah, and I had, and there were some really amazing role players that I knew that came out of that because they immediately under they understood yeah. intuitively the whole thing about playing a character, about motivation, and about um, setting, and about like collaborating with the people that that are that are that are around you that are also playing this game. You know, not necessarily competing. Um, so, yeah, there were some really good, you know, role players I knew who came, who came out of acting. So I, I do like to think hilariously in, in the back of my mind, there's some, there is some canon that Aaron Spelling went to some LARP, you know, to watch some shit go down and was like, I was like, okay, yeah, I can make a TV show out of this. I can do this. this. We're going to take out the rock, paper, scissors, but, uh, but still, yeah, I hope they did some some uh, physical, mental, social challenges off off camera. At least in the writers' room, maybe. Yeah, yeah that's what I mean. Oh, yeah. maybe that's how the Malkavian episode got demalkavian Yeah, some guy <laughs> like, lost a challenge to be like, "Okay, all right, fine, you win. You're the writer." Right. Right, yeah. Let's not do it. We'll, keep, must... we'll keep it simple. We'll keep the five clans. Before we begin this physical challenge, I must inform you that I have the bomb. Right, yeah. Yeah. I regret to inform you that I am in possession of the bomb. Boy, that was fun I, to say a different way every yeah, time. Yeah, and I also so remember sorry. I remember doing negative traits, and I, I cannot help but remember um, one time you tried to bid a negative trait, Kuya, during a a social challenge or something like that or a mental challenge someone was trying to order you to do something okay you tried to bid a negative shade like I'm far too lethargic for that (laughs) (laughs) I just remembered that for years and years later I'm far too lethargic for that (laughs) (laughs) someone asked you to do something that's not how it works right what were the negative traits for no the negative traits were people call them against you People called them against you, so okay, that you had right, to bid, okay. get, get more positive <laughs> traits on top of that. Right, but I'm energetic, so I get to yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, no, it's supposed to be more like. Boy, no, that was a weird system. Boy, you're we lethargic. That a lot. Yeah, you're lethargic, so it's easier to dominate you because you're lazy. <laughs> I'm gonna start saying that all the time. I'm far too lethargic for that. <laughs> oh, I thought you meant you're lethargic, so it's easier to dominate you. <laughs> Like I don't know what context you get to use that in, but that's great. It is something. It is something Maybe with like your that. cats. Yeah. Bro, no, yeah. <laughs> yeah. My poor babies. My God, I forget. I I almost forgot about the rock paper scissors and the Colin Drake. Oh my God! Some there was some funny shit coming out of that. 
Yeah. There definitely were. I remember some. Yeah. Definitely were. I, you know, I definitely remember too that in this, in this lore where I met all these people, we definitely simplified those traits to just be like, you have physical traits. You bid a positive physical trait. Oh, okay. Sure. Yep. You don't have to be like, oh, I bid alacritous or I bid potent or I bid, you know, whatever fucking like. Yeah, I'm determined. Right. Everyone, every source word you plucked out, you know, it was like I've got determined times three. Everyone did times three. Yeah, yeah. that was three. the that was the best mental trait. Determined. Yeah, yeah. it's because it's easy to figure out. So I'm, like, I'm determined, determined to do whatever I want to do at this moment. Yeah. <laughs> That's a very teenage trait. I'm determined to I'm do whatever I want to do. Fuck yeah. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I'm teenage trait. My fucking eight year old. <laughs> determined. Jesus. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, Filled with determination. Yeah. And so yeah, but yeah, I remember simplifying simplifying that to just be like, yeah, you just have a positive trait, and then I, I forget if if we use negative traits in that game or not, but we still had the rock paper scissors. I feel like we shouldn't have because it relies on you to act out your negative traits so that people can pick up on them and use them against you, which I don't feel like we would have been good at. No. I feel Some like... Some of us, maybe. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I still have all of my character sheets, so I can go back and look when I get my stuff out of storage on Saturday. Yeah. I, I, it, was, it was like when we talked about Malkavians way back in the day, like how I remember saying... People would take arrangements and then not play them. Yep. Yeah. People would take negative traits and not play them. You know. It was easy. Just, yeah. It was easier to just. Yeah. 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 I mean, right. I get more points that way. You know. Yeah. It's yeah. It's it's just. He kind of different objectives, for your role playing, when you're playing when you know different kind of games. Yeah. You know? If you're playing a game to be a power game. You know, and to compete with people, and to and to fight with people, and then yes, of course, you don't you don't reveal your weaknesses, and you unless somebody fucking calls you on it, you know, you pretend your weaknesses are not even there. Yeah, right. you just you just don't do it. Well, that's how we do it in real life. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, um, but you know. When you play a role-playing game for drama, you know, like you're yeah. specifically thinking, like, how can I make this situation more fucked up because drama will be interesting? Um, and not having to worry about the ethical, you know, considerations of causing drama in real life and fucking with other real people in your life right. because you like drama. Right. That's, that's called being insane. <laughs> that's called being a bad person. Yeah. Um, but taking it out in a vampire game against fictional creations of the mind of other people that you're playing with who, uh, you know, you've all agreed that you're playing a bunch of bad vampires who are fucking with each other. That's okay. That's that's the whole point. The wonder of the, yeah, exactly. (laughs) I mean, unless anyone judge you for that, just, you know, think about how many people like to watch Succession. Or you know, whatever, which is basically <laughs> kindred. Yeah, that basically, succession is kindred the embraced, but good with and not and not vampires. And with humans, yeah, right. <laughs> you know, 
If you if you just set more stuff at night in succession and threw some fangs on people, that it, could be that could be a vampire thing. Instead yeah, of the dude dying, right. you know, instead of the dude dying and passing away, it could be like, I know I am passing into Torpor soon. I must pass my princedom on to one of my childer. But who will it be? You know? Same and thing. Then just the same show. Yeah, and yeah. then just the exact same show, except at night, and eventually, you know, occasionally throw in a scene of, of somebody biting somebody else's neck. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a great vampire show. Um, and I think, you know, I kind of think Kindred the Embraced actually tried to do a little bit more of that than The Crow. Which is unfortunately yeah. what we wanted when we were teenagers. We were like, why is this the crow? Because it was trying to be succession way before succession was a thing. Of course it sucks. It's not as good as succession or or any of those other, you know, shows about terrible people being terrible to each other, but it's you know, is interesting at least. You know, because there's some you know, some stakes. Um There's basically no way in the world that it was gonna be something we liked in nineteen ninety six. There's basically no, no way no. what we wanted. No, and you know what I referenced, what I what I actually wanted, and what I actually got, and what I was happy about it at the time, at least. But then I realized what it was like was Underworld, right? Yep. Underworld yep. was a movie about Kate Beckinsale in a in a tight suit, looking sexy, being a sexy vampire, killing ugly werewolves with cool, sexy moves, and everybody moving in slow mo and doing cool flips, and like occasionally you know, being dramatic. And occasionally being super dramatic, yeah, yeah, you know. And I was like, "Oh, Underworld's a great movie." But even watching Underworld at the time, and when it came out, being like, knowing, un- being like, "Oh yeah, this is just kind of a bad action movie." But like recognizing that, like, yeah, if you had provided it to me when I was sixteen, yeah, or whatever, I would have been out of my mind for it. Boy, yeah, most, most of our vampire games when we were sixteen were bad action movies. Yeah, yep. you know, that's cool. Johnny I love that anyway. I still love bad action movies. Watch a bad action movie every once in a while and be like, yeah. Yeah, man. This yeah. is not good. But <laughs> or whatever. Oh my, my, my favorite things are things that are not good. Yeah. yeah you know. Like like Kindred the Embrace. Like Kindred the Embrace. Really one of my faves now. <laughs> In Looking my old age, the, I really have next... nothing but appreciation for everything. Yeah. <laughs> And again, that's, that's full stop. That is a life quote right there. Really... In my old age, I have nothing but appreciation for everything. I, full that's, stop. That's how I, that's how I, that's yeah, that's how I feel. That, and like, that's why it's, that's why it struck me. Everything yeah. is so insane. What, how else oh, could I feel all, about it? <laughs> all of the, the mundane glory, glories and banal terrors of this world. Fuck. Yeah. Right on. Damn. Anarchy is loosed upon the world. Yeah, and before before we leave this episode, just one more shout out to to my New York coterie hey. for keeping the flame alive of Kindred the Embraced. Hell yeah! And remembering to to throw it on late at night when we were drunk so that we could laugh at it. Um, but also, you know, keep the flame alive. I shout would not have watched people it. as well. Yeah, I, either, I don't think I would have either. I think it would have. I think I would have forgotten about its existence completely. Yeah. It, Yep, and, and without you, I also. Yeah, so. I'm like a a fourteenth generation <laughs> of the embrace watchers. <laughs> you got it from we Kuya. got it. You got it from Saint. I got it from Kuya. I'm gonna start making a fucking chart. Yeah, get that whiteboard out. Yeah, <laughs> Lock knows Kuya. Uh, 
Happy birthday, by the way. Hey, thanks. And happy yeah. birthday to Saint. Oh, my happy, God. And to Saint. Yeah. Oh, holy shit. I didn't, I didn't even realize yesterday. But happy yeah. birthdays all around. Awesome. Awesome. Happy August. Happy end of, yeah. you know, another one. This happy is this, this feels like the end of the year. I mean, really, yeah. the end of August really feels like that's where the, the year should loop. I think. Well, it's because the school year is about to start. And oh, that's I guess the that's part of, of it. Yeah. That's the end of life. Yeah. And oh, go, oh, let's, let's start another oh, horrible God. journey. For me, yeah. this once more into the breach. I have, I have, I have achieved the full life inversion because the beginning of the school year now is the beginning of my it's life. Freedom, uh, right? Yeah. I, I love my son deeply, um, but I'm on vacation this week with him, and he's he's off from school and is not is not in camp, and I am so much more exhausted every day than I when I'm. Well, just, that is. And yeah, when I'm it's full time and he's in young, school. Young people are, they deserve exactly. and require a lot of energy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you know, emphasis on deserve mm-hmm. and also require. Yeah. Um, and so. Yeah, it's a lot. You know, yeah. So they're, they're fantastic, but it's also nice to be able to spend time on your own. Yeah, exactly. Um, so. So, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I am having a fun vacation week and I had a fun birthday. Right. Uh, nice. We, we took him to Playland, and he he was having an awesome time, and lost his mind playing <laughs> playing carnival games and yeah. stuff. Yeah. For some reason, I thought you were going to say carnivore games, and I was so fascinated by what that could be. <laughs> <laughs> well, we gave it, you know, those little fangs that you put in your mouth when you're a kid. You want to play a vampire? We gave him a set of those. And we just set him loose in the park. Yeah. <laughs> Well, let me say thank you to both of you. And uh, yeah, obviously, we will continue watching this soon. Yeah, I look forward to it. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, thank you. Thanks all around. Thanks, Kuya. I want to talk to you about our vampire game at some point soon. I think you're taking this week off, and I'm off for a couple weeks too. So. Coming up, we've got New Nightmare, we've got maybe Chicago by Night Volume 5, definitely probably two more episodes where Saint and Locke and I talk about this. Me and Locke are going to talk about From a Buick 8 pretty soon, and coming up, the next episode probably is going to be about The Dragon Reborn by Robert Jordan. So yeah, thanks for hanging out, stay tuned, all of that stuff is coming next over the coming weeks. It is September now, and we are going to put another fat, foul, filthy fucking August behind us. Eat me, Gary. And uh, yeah, then we're just going to keep rolling right along. It's going to be great. If you're interested in what you're doing, you can come and talk to me and this crew uh, on Discord. That is my favorite way to talk to people on the internet. You can get a link to our Discord server, which is called Easy Town, um, by visiting koyadk.tv. C-U-Y-A-D-K.tv. That's where you can get a link. To the Discord server, you can get a link to my Etsy and buy some soap from me. You can support me on Patreon and Twitch, and you can see all my other social bullshit there. And 
Maybe I'll be opening up. Maybe I'll be making some more social media accounts on the sites that I have uh, neglected. Maybe it's time to start taking over the internet a little more again. So we'll see. But yeah, check out koyadk.tv. Thank you so much for being here. That's the bottom line. Uh, more stuff is coming up, and uh, let's see. Let's have let's have Flyosity tell us about um, photosynthesis again. That'll be fun. Plants make food through a process called photosynthesis. Using energy from the sun, cells in the leaves turn simple materials into energy-rich food. The epidermis is the skin. Beneath the upper epidermis lie the palisade cells, which are the chief food producers. Spongy cells are partly surrounded with pockets of air, which enable the cells to exchange gases with the atmosphere. The stomata are small openings in the lower epidermis under the leaf. Leaf veins carry water and nutrients from the roots. Carbon dioxide enters through the stomata. Chlorophyll, contained in cells of the palisade and spongy layers, helps absorb sunlight and transform light energy into chemical energy. Carbon dioxide combines with water and is photosynthesized into oxygen and sugar. Oxygen escapes through the stomata. The sugar, dissolved in water, is carried throughout the plant providing energy for growth. Sasha rules. Sasha. Of course Sasha is my favorite character. Sasha oh, really man. is the crazy, ridiculously impulsive Touched niece. Up. Yeah. Oh, I wanted he, to date when I was a teenager. <laughs> yeah. I've, I, I've dated at least five of these. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. There were a lot of these around. A lot of fun, but also, yeah, anyway. I'll, I'll probably um, cut that part out. <laughs> yes, that's fine. 